This is the Idiot Intelligent Podcast. I am your host, James A. Hey, and I'm your host, Wildcard Hey, listen, we got a special guest on the show today. My mama. I know it. But listen. I mean, I had two siblings, but I'm only real child. I ain't got no drug, man. I'm sorry. Used to chop out the same house. Used to eat and go to sleep on the same couch. Same couch. Mama got busted at the same time. We ain't get busted, mama. Court and told you the damn same lies. Tell mama proud of her only son. Two chains, I have always worn more than one. Yeah, I'm real. I'm ill, you know you gotta feel. You popping pill, I'm real than two dollar bills. Yeah, I'm just trying to make my mama proud. I ain't trying to let my mama down. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the show today, man. I told her. I am proud. I um, I like I said before the show, man. I told her what songs you know I was thinking about, and she was like, oh. And then I told her, you know, I ran an idea by you, like, what about this? I'm like, oh yeah, that'll work. That'll fit. That'll yeah, definitely I'm fit. Like that one. Yeah, yeah. Any of them would have done. Yeah, I any of those. Yeah, that was good. That was that was good. I'm not a two chain fan, um, but that was. There are certain songs that run across the radio that I might like listen to the hook, just mm-hmm. because I like the part of the hook. But um, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup if I had to. He's tall. And how many people on that song, James? It's um, like two. It's two more. YG and somebody. Yeah, else YG and Offset. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. Yeah, he had the Offset, uh, Cardi B's ex-husband? Ex. Her husband, her husband. Oh, whatever. Look, <laughs> I thought they got divorced. I'm sorry, Cardi. And no no disrespect, I promise. He down there. No Matter disrespect. Spades down there in Atlanta, too, <laughs> man. That's how much I know about people. I, I only know about them is because that name clicked and then Cardi B clicked, but I thought they got divorced. My bad. Oopsie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but this is my special lady. Uh, we actually recorded something a while ago, and I messed it up. So, hey, but we we got Earthy on, man. We got a real, real special guest. We said we got special guests before, but this is a special, special guest. Like I'm talking, yeah, Fact. Like, Thank you. Yes. Um. Yes. She's gonna join us today and give us her um experience on you know and advice on you know raising kids in a single parent household um uh let's see we're gonna talk about hopefully she'll give us you know something she did one of the worst things she did as a child we don't yeah. know um but, but first things first bro we gotta send our appreciation to the veterans man it's veterans day yes you know, we got to let them, you know, we got to salute our veterans, man, because they put a lot on the line for us, man. And you a veteran yourself. So, yeah. you know, so I mean, just me personally, I got to say having a child serving in the Marines, I definitely understand and appreciate the sacrifices that y'all made. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Uh, a lot of people lost their sight, their hearing, 
their limbs, they their lives, their lives. Yeah. Protecting this country, you know what I mean? And other countries too, not just our country. They protecting other countries. Mm-hmm. So no matter what branch you serve or have served in, you have my respect and my gratitude, man. I think every last one of y'all out there for real, for real. And that's that's the real deal. That's like, man, I respect everybody that has served in this military. Thank you, for sir. For real, for real. Um, you know what? And that kind of we can kind of tie into tie this into you know the single parent household. Like one of the things that got me going to the military, like for real, for real, and. <laughs> It was a runaway from my mama, man, and <laughs> and not really running from my mama. It was just run away from from being the man of the house, man. Because at a young age, for me, it was like I'm doing everything. Not everything, but you know, like I got to babysit my brother, and my sister. I got to cook. I got to stay home and and not necessarily do all of the stuff that I wanted to do because mom's was out. You know, making sure we had a place to lay our head a roof over our head uh, food in, in the fridge and all that good stuff and then at the mm-hmm. same time um teaching me how to take care of a house or take care of home so it, it was a lot so and i know i know where you're coming from with that because i came up in a single parent household also uh-huh. uh it was just me and my mom and it was you know it was pretty much because my dad was dealing with addiction. Mm. That, that goes back to we talked to uh, talked about before addiction. He was it was during the the eighties. You know, crack was uh-huh. heavy, so uh-huh. he was you know he started getting into that. And my mom wasn't having it. I know he he probably loved it to death, but my mom wasn't having it. So we ended up, you know, I was in New Jersey at the time, and we moved from. Uh, I remember my grandma, uh, my mom moved me down to Florida to Tampa to stay with my grandma. Uh, and uh, I spent a lot of time with my grandma, too, which was also like a single parent household because my grandma wasn't with her, anybody. She didn't have a husband. And, you know, and my me and my mom was together when my father wasn't around. So it was just like a single parent household. So I can understand how you would feel. And then I was only child. Oh, on see, top I, of that. yeah, you had. I mean. Either way, it's still a single parent household. Um, it took me a while to appreciate a lot, but before we get into that, hey, Ma, I love you. Uh oh. <laughs> no, not, I ain't going to get into it yet. Um, what is, how was it for you, you know, raising me yes. and my brother, and my sister growing yes. up? Well, first, it was hard because I was a child. When I had you, I hadn't even turned 17 yet. I had you, and then a couple months mm-hmm. later, I turned 17. So mm-hmm. I was still a child trying to get a high school diploma, trying to be mm-hmm. cute in front of the boys and <laughs> you know, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. And still the oldest child, and so I had my sister and my brother I had to contend with to make sure that they did the things that they were supposed to do as far as, far as the household chores, the responsibilities that were left by mama a single parent mm-hmm. so um yeah it, it was very difficult um the first couple of years of course we lived with mama mm-hmm. and that was hard because i was a child raising a child mm. living in under her mother's roof under her roof oh. yeah so do as i say mm-hmm. I, don't care if you got, I don't care if you got no kid you still my kid 
yeah. pretty much. <laughs> and, yeah. Wow. And I was and because I had plans for after high school to go to New York and study as a dancer, um, and that didn't happen. I was angry and bitter. And then his dad didn't give a rat's tail. And his dad's mom was like, hell no, we ain't having that. How old was he? um, 19. 19. Maybe 18, 19. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was the cutest boy in the neighborhood. And (laughs) every girl wanted him. And I thought I was the only one. And, you know, just. I know how that goes. The same old story that way back in Pharaoh's day (laughs) is the same story in 2020. (laughs) It was the the story in AD, BC, (laughs) um, 1985. And it still is in. 2020 yeah, is the same. Man. It's the same story. Yeah. But it was, it was kinda, extremely hard. Yeah. I, I, I can believe that it was hard because I know, like, with my mom raising me up, she worked her behind off, man. Like, she really worked hard to make sure that I had a lot of things that I know she couldn't afford. But she still made sure I had it. And, um, as the years progressed, as everything started happening, it was like, I didn't get my first uh, name brand pair of shoes until I was like, I was like 10 years old. And the it, only reason I got it is because my mom's uh, boyfriend, which ended up being her husband later on, they got married. But at the time, he was her boyfriend and he bought me a pair of Jordans. And those are my first pair of name brand shoes like we didn't eat nothing name brand we wear nothing name brand really you know it was like whatever we could afford you got clothes on your back you got food to eat you're good and that's how just just how it had to be in the single parent household because she was the one that was bringing everything in so if she didn't bring it in we ain't have absolutely absolutely james when was the first time you um got a brand new pair or brand name pair of shoes how were you I probably was in the in middle school. I remember. Middle school. I remember. No, okay. So it depends what you uh, call name brand because I remember when I went to New York at thirteen. <laughs> well, when you know, because when you went to New York, you were what? What nine? Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. The second time I was like 12, 13. The first time I was nine, and the first time I think I got you know some shoes that I considered to be you know name brand was the LA Gears, the one with the lights on the back. Oh yeah. Boy. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so, so if you want to put that one in, then yeah, I had a pair of name brand shoes before. Years, I had that. Hey, them things is cool, <laughs> man. Yeah, like gears were the thing, but he, that, that his it. uncle, he had, he took a trip all the way to New York, mm-hmm. and his uncle, who's a fashion designer in New York, um, mm. bought him those shoes, but they didn't last long. The lights didn't last very long. He probably was sitting. He probably was knowing James. He probably was sitting in the room, just tapping it on stuff, just making it light up. Tapping. James is very <laughs> curious. James took takes yes. everything apart. He takes yes. everything. He's done that since he was two. I'm taking it apart. I want to see how this works. How this magic? No, somebody tell me how this works. I, I can figure out how this works, and that's exactly what he did with those shoes. Yeah. Just kept tapping them. Just wanted no. to see the light going. Like, okay, no. He took them apart. I he took opened them out. Oh, my God, bro. What's wrong? It he was a light in my shoe, open. bro. <laughs> yeah. You cannot pop open LA gears. Yes, you can. I did it. 
You're not supposed to. That's a creed, dog. That's a good creed, man. You never pop. You let them things blink until they can't blink no more. Well, I think they no. did stop blinking or something was wrong with one of them. And that's what triggered my brain. Hey, week. Huh? I was uh, you okay because nah, I kept tapping nah, them. <laughs> <laughs> I kept tapping them and making light work when I wasn't wearing them. <laughs> I that's no but the, that's it's funny because my I have an uncle who and a and a guy who we call our uncle because he dated my mom's really good friend who ended up being our babysitter. We called her aunt. This is a long story. Yeah. Anyway, all of these people, but we have an uncle who is my mom's brother who takes stuff apart mm. to put it back together again. And then, and James was just curious from very young. I done broke games, um, Christmas yeah. toys, computers, everything I couldn't put back together, but I figured out how to do it later on in life. You know how long it took for her to trust me to get on the computer? And it wasn't about the porn. It was about me breaking it. Like, don't break my computer. It, was, it wasn't about whether he could figure out how to fix what was broken. It, I was worried about whether he was going to fix it, whether he was going to break something that I really needed. Uh, <laughs> something, something that wasn't even broken. Something that's not even broken to begin with. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that's James. But man, this, this lady right here, man. We she, had fun, though. We. I was I was I was bitter. I was angry. I was lonely. I was tired. Uh -huh. um, but we did have a lot of good times. Like I remember us getting up on Saturday mornings and eating cereal in my bed, watching Bugs Bunny cartoons like the Looney Tunes. Mm. Mm -hmm. We would do stuff like that. We would. Um, After she come home would, at night, I would um, we would watch Law and Order, and I would massage yes. the scalp till she fell asleep. Hmm. That that's when we got when they got older. When we though. got older, yeah. But when they were little kids, we did. We had fun. We we, we our family was very family oriented, so we were always with the family, like on Sundays and mm -hmm. sometimes on Saturdays. And we spent my our birthdays July fourth, so there was always a family trip to the beach on my birthday, and we hmm. stayed out there all day. I miss them days. So I do too. Um, but. Yeah, we had we had some good days, some really good days, but it was hard for him because again he was the oldest and I needed his help. Mm -hmm. I couldn't pay a babysitter. I couldn't pay for daycare, you know, after school stuff and all yeah. that stuff. So, so that I, I more depended on him. Yeah, more responsibility. Absolutely. On the oldest, all, usually that's how it goes too in a single parent. Man, uh, I wanted mm -hmm. to go play basketball and look at football. I wanted to run in the streets. Not saying I wasn't able to do some of that stuff because I was. It was mm -hmm. just not, I wasn't able to do it as much as I wanted to because I had to, you know, like I say, learn how to do stuff. Take care of your siblings. Yeah, I can't even remember the last time my mama cooked, man. <laughs> not that she I can't can, cook. I don't but remember exactly when it was, but I'm going to tell you why I stopped. So oh. one night I'm in the kitchen <laughs> and I think I fried some chicken. I made some macaroni and cheese. I made some uh, rice and I made maybe some pork and beans with the sweet sugar and the bacon in it. Mm -hmm. One of them wanted cereal. One of them said, oh, I just no. want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And somebody said, I'm just not hungry. I was like, these bastards. Yeah, I don't you know if that was me, man. Because that's it. It was probably I went me. in his kitchen and made all this good, wonderful food for y'all. 
And you want a peanut butter jelly sandwich? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, so y'all can make it was done. I used to cook lasagna. <laughs> I, I used to make big pans of lasagna, and they would tear it up. Well, it's not their sister, because we found out very early she couldn't have cheese. <laughs> Oh, and the same with me too. But you ain't finna. Uh, I'm a thug. I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it ride. But yeah, man, man, when we had lasagna, mom was in a good mood because you gotta prepare some lasagna. Like if we, if she come in the house with that blue box and some ground beef and some cheese. All right, we know we eat tonight. You know going down. <laughs> and I ain't let nothing get to me. I ain't let. The fact that the house wasn't clean or nothing, we we were having lasagna, yeah. mm-hmm. and I would make it like that thick. It ooh, whew. like I six, like five layers, five six layers. I ain't care. I Big old layers. pan because it had oh, to last gosh. a couple of days. Yeah. You know it. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, it. Takes a lot of preparation to make lasagna, so you know it's gonna have to last for a couple of days if you make it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but she she taught me how to oh. do stuff, man. Like just just. Just taught me how to be an adult, but I was hard headed. You remember at the beginning of the show, I was saying I ran away from that. And it, growing up, I felt that she was super hard on me. Going away, I appreciated and understood why she was super hard on me. Yes, yes, sir. And yes, sir. we didn't always have the best relationship, especially in my teenage years. But, mm-hmm. you know, when I got... Because you were a teenager. Yeah, because I was a teenager. But as I got older, of course, you know, I went away to the for a while, came back. You know, it was still... Yeah, but then it kind of grew into the where it is now to where it's like, that's my lady. She always been my lady. She always... I've always been ready to defend her no matter what. <laughs> and I always knew it, too. That's I always knew it. To. You got to be like that with your mama, man. You, you remember? No way. No, you remember? I don't care. You remember when I was telling you about the story of, or if you've seen the episode when I was talking about, you know, as far as being a protector, it's been that, like, I, I, it's been maybe at least once or twice, if I'm not mistaken, that I might have boasted up to some boyfriend or something. Ma, did I ever, did I ever buck well, up at somebody? You, you, saw, you saw a boyfriend, like, hey, no, bro, nah, it was, I, I don't remember. Was it at the house? I remember Kool-Aid punching me in the chest, but it wasn't nothing that it wasn't it wasn't him being disrespectful to you. It was I know I wanted to threaten and kill somebody. It was a young age though. But I it might have been that guy Torrance. It Torrance. Been Torrance. I think it was Torrance. I, yeah. I yeah, it worked at the car lot. Yeah, this was a long time ago, but I like I always been protecting my mama, man. No matter what we've been through, that's my mama. And all that testosterone growing up as a teenager, like with the guy that I told you that bought me Jordans, yeah. my mom ended up getting married too. We had our we had our quarrels too, um, a few times where you know. But I got to give him his credit though because I was bad. I was like I was in the streets. He taught me how to drive, but it kind of it's kind of up in the air because mm-hmm. I used to do. Back, stealing cars. I ain't even gonna talk about it. But. Stealing cars? I used to set fires, bro. I set backyards on fires, dumpsters on fires. I used to set fires. But I mean, he he we even though we did bump heads, we actually came to agreement at the end. Especially when he ended up getting married to my mom, I didn't even want that. But 
it happened and I, I didn't even want to be a part of the wedding, but my grandma said, you know, you love your mama. She love you. It's going to hurt, break her heart if you don't be a part of this wedding. So I said, okay. And I mean mugged all the way down the aisle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, <laughs> I was a part of the wedding, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, I, I did have quarrels with him for a good while. And I think it had a lot to do with me being a teenager. And then when I grew up, it was kind of like, eh, whatever. It, I didn't really stress about it too much, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a big deal. I think for guys, I think for sons, I've been protecting my mama all this time. Mm-hmm. Now I have to relinquish my protection powers to somebody else, and then I also have to submit to this person. I mm. don't know you. So, huh? Mm. Like, nigga, you ain't I don't my know daddy. You. Yeah, but it was, and, and it was like maybe you ain't my daddy. It was probably like. <laughs> Two people that I respected and I actually, you know, like, and that was uh, Kool Aid and Kevin um, and Marcus and Marcus, Kevin and Marcus. Those are two like, Marcus. and it wasn't like mom was out there thotting and plotting. I don't know, but <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> but those are the two <laughs> that were introduced into my life wow. that I actually. <laughs> Man, I, to, man, I flirt. He's, gonna, he's coming home for Christmas. <laughs> man, I don't live in your house no more. You have to be you have, one. You have to catch me too. You have to beat me. And oh, you, know, you love sitting under me and putting your le- your head on my lap. Oh man, listen, she used to I clean my that. ears, bro. And I'm talking about I lay my head on her lap and she pulled the peroxide in my ear and my whole, I'm I'm. Uh, it was just a thing. I yeah. would clean Most their ears. She would clean, clean their ears. Most people are weirded out by having peroxide. I started, in them, because it's I started at a very young age. Mm-hmm. I started okay. them out at a very young age. So he got so used they could, to it. Yeah. But oh, I would okay. also like play in his ear and stuff. Just mm. just because. No, my mama, man. I love my mama, man. Shoot. Even though we fought like. She the reason I got this thing right here. <laughs> I can't One remember what time he was 13 I I don't know what he did but I was choking him out up against the wall next to a window <laughs> we 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 lived upstairs and I was threatening to throw him out the window I and one of my, you out, my you son out. my other son went and got <laughs> my sister and she was like Lisa what the <laughs> man listen I'm I glad you here and she's going to take me out. I'm glad she saved, man, because I was... Woo. <laughs> I wasn't saved. Well, I'm well, glad you saved now. I was now. saved then. I was saved then because I got saved as a child. Yeah. I got saved like at 13. Mm. But life happened. And she almost and killed me. I went a different way. Mm-hmm. Totally different way. And, you yeah. know... You know, and and a lot of people, uh, you know, she was we was all raised in the church and she's still, you know, active in the church. I actually ask too many questions is why I'm not really active in the church anymore. But I know where I came from. I know, you know, my my mama, she know my she know my mind. My grandma saying what she Mm. know, no matter what people may think or even sometimes what I say, she know the intentions behind it. You know, so. James has never been a malicious person. No, right? He might say certain things, and sometimes I'd be like James, but he's not a malicious person. He says stuff to be silly, um, but I think that was as him growing up. That was his defense mechanism was to be funny and to be funny. silly and um, over the top. 
So <laughs> me, me, me imagining James as a kid, I imagine that he was mischievous but not malicious. Yeah, like I felt like he was a mischievous kid. But he wasn't a malicious. No, nah, I wasn't I'm doing stuff to be bad, man. Who set so, so he set a fire to a trash can <laughs> in the middle of the doorway, in the middle of the bedroom doorway. The tra- the fire gets out of control, and he throws his sister and brother in the closet. <laughs> oh, so I can save you him. trying to save them? Are yeah. you trying to save them? Or, or I was trying to trying save to them so I can put the fire out. You trying to do a competition? No. Or you trying to save? Them? I was trying to save him, man. Cause shoot, I'm gonna get beat for this. <laughs> so he had to figure out how to get the fire out. Yeah. So he to keep them safe, he threw them in the closet. Yeah. Mm. Let my brother, and my sister, but, tell you though, I always torture them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But, but he he was a great big brother though. He's a great cousin. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves I, cousin James, Uncle James, brother, sister, brother, sister, brother James. Dang it! Yeah, everybody. He he was a great older sibling, older like in their generation. He's the oldest, and they all respect him. They all love him. Um, I don't think any of them have a negative word to say about James. No, because I ain't did know nobody. Even though me and Quentin used to be like that was just us, but yeah, you know he okay. is like the, the testosterone. Yeah. Okay, so moms, um, I know you said that. I know that you said that you guys kind of had uh, when he was a teenager. You had just fight your uh, spouse. You know, y'all y'all Spousal. didn't have agreements at certain times. Y'all didn't have your agreements at certain times, but I'm pretty sure James that you appreciate your mom, and that that kind of that that's I'm saying that to bring us to this next topic yeah. that I wanted to cover is uh appreciating your parents like um i really feel like you should appreciate your parents um my grandma my grandma and my mother were my parents that was like my mom and my dad my mom was a, was the the hard and my mom my grandmother was a softer one so <clears throat> they balanced themselves out um and my grandmother passed in may of 2006 Hmm. And my mother passed in February of 2008. So with them being gone, when I look back at all the stuff that, that I did do as a kid and, you know, all the good times that we had and all the times that I gave them headaches, I do appreciate a lot of the stuff they taught me because I take that to right now that I, I give them full credit for any success that I have in my life right now because they molded me into the man that I am today. So uh, appreciating your parents like that. I feel like that's a big thing. Like uh, James, you know, I know you kind of touched on it, but I mean, appreciating that your your earth right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So I appreciate the mess out of this lady. Um, I respect women because of this lady. I know how to cook because of this lady i know how to be a better man because of this lady and the, the fact that i clean yes uh, yeah. <laughs> the fact that i'm not in jail in prison kind of plays a big part of you know that like she taught me well i may have been hard-headed and made it straight this way straight that way but she she's the reason i am the man i am today and i definitely appreciate that I try to tell kids to this day, I feel like the old head now. Like, man, you better listen to your mama. 
um, everything hmm. she's saying might not be right. That's just what she probably knows. But at least listen to her. And, and appreciate them while you got them. Yeah, and appreciate them while you got them because, like you say, a lot of us don't have, you know, like you, you know, you lost your parents, uh, your mom, right. what, a, a while ago. So I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I know what I would do, but I don't know the lengths of what I would do if I lost her or even my grandmother. Over somebody mm. else's hand, number one. But naturally, it, it'll be really hard on me. Um, so, moms, mom, I mean, as far as I know, you appreciate your parents also. I, we, 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 we giving you your praises for being the great mother that you have been at such a, a young age. Such a young age, you stepped up to the plate and you took care of what you needed to take care of. But, I mean, it's your parents... I know they had to be a big influence, uh, not, not really influence. They had, to be, uh, yeah, they were a big influence and they were a big help during that time at you, at, with you actually having a kid at such a young age. So, like, uh, I, you appreciate, how do you feel about your parents, like your appreciation? So, my mom was very hands off, even at 16. I was 16. I still needed to go to school. I still needed to get my education. But my mom was very hands off. That's your baby. Mm. Um, <laughs> so it taught me responsibility right away. Mm. Um, so mm -hmm. I do appreciate my mom for that. But I did not. I don't think I felt a total adoration for my mom until I became an adult. Mm. Like it was a long time. I, I had some, you know, issues as a child, um, some circumstances and situations that happened as a child that mm -hmm. I didn't feel protected, mm. but not that it was my mom's fault. It was that she didn't know and I didn't say anything. Uh. So it wasn't her fault, but I still feel, I still held her responsible because she was mama. She was you mama. She's she she mama. She's supposed to be there You're no matter to what. Like have eyes everywhere. Everywhere. You got eyes and in the so, back of your head. Right. Yeah. You always talk about you got eyes in the back of your head. Why you ain't see this? <laughs> uh -huh. you know, right. You know, I wasn't cocky like that. I was very I was very timid, shy. Um, um and so like I said, I don't think I developed a true adoration for my mom until I became I was well into my adulthood mm -hmm. but because I thought that she didn't like me um I thought that I disappointed her um and I didn't know how to appreciate the fact that she was teaching me how to have to learn how to have total responsibility whatever I do yeah, whatever decisions that I make Mm -hmm. Either make the right decision and move on, or make the wrong decision and figure decision and figure out that you made the wrong decision and figure out how to make it right. Whatever the consequences, you have to be. You got there. Your consequences, yeah. and you have to be woman enough to deal to. with mm -hmm. them. Absolutely, I'm, I definitely and appreciate so, growing too. So when when I had my kids, all I knew was figure it out. Figure it out. Mm. I don't care. Mm. Get out my face. You. I'm, you know, it was. Mm -hmm. I cursed like a sailor. <laughs> See where I get it from? It's in my jeans. I cursed like a sailor. You were actually so, a sailor, James. That's 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 your excuse. Don't okay. put it on Mama now. 
What? James oh. didn't. James, I don't think I actually heard James curse. Never. Like say damn till he was like 19. Yeah, and I. He was. I think he was. No, I think it was out of the military by the time I heard him say damn. Yeah. Exactly. He was a sailor by then. Yeah, man. I used oh, to have. I still. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yes. I see no, what you're saying. I, I had always had a foul mouth. No, I got it because, listen, the way she used to curse, bro, she used to put him in strings. Uh, yeah, yeah. And com- com- combo break. Nah, bro, she used to hit him with a. <laughs> she was, ugh, like, you kiss your mom with that mouth? Dang. I didn't, I didn't give whippings a lot. I gave a lot of threats. Verbal threats. Verbal threats, yeah. yeah. But the threat scared them because I was, I had the face that went with it. You know, yes. so that black queen face, like, don't don't do it. So listen, don't bro. It. When <laughs> it, my my grandma got my name, and my mother had well the way they say it, I think my mother she says she just say Anthony. I'm like, uh, because nobody. Uh-huh. That's my middle name. She Anthony. Uh huh. And then I'm my, an advocate for that though, bro. I'm an advocate for that because I don't. Like I did, I ain't gonna say I didn't spank my kids. At the beginning, I had to put the fear of God in them. So uh-huh. I did spank them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I did spank them in the beginning, so they know right from wrong. Don't play with me. I will do it. So when I, I, when I got to that point, and I didn't even have to spank them that much, but once I got to that point, all it was was just words. All I had to do was say. Or sometimes I didn't even have to say a word, just a look, just like. See, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. after a while, you have to start. You have to do it young yeah. when they're young, but when they get bigger, it's like you know, why am I laying hands on this child? Why this child already know? Because I can take outside from you. Because back yes. then it was outside. Yeah, I was just gonna it say that man. The video games, and uh-huh. it wasn't that you know, it wasn't when they got Xbox. <laughs> I bought my first Xbox. <laughs> No, you, no, hold on, wait, wait, wait. The first thing that the first game system that was bought for me was the Nintendo, and I had Terminator. I had a Nintendo, mm-hmm. and that's when. So they, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say they had video games. They had like yeah. two different ones, and they had toys, and they had mm-hmm. clothes, and they had mm-hmm. dolls, and mm-hmm. well, my daughter, she had all of this stuff and I used to be mm-hmm. angry clean up make up your bed clean up make up your bed this vicious cycle man I had to share a room man. came around with a bag whoop whoop <laughs> and they gave you two weeks to we'll be back in two weeks and we'll pick we'll pick this bag up whatever you leave on your porch we will pick it up when them people came back they had bags and boxes of stuff and the Nintendo oh. and the Sega Genesis or the whatever was the next. trains trucks shoes clothes dogs stuffed animals yeah. if I could have put the dog in there the dog would have went to yeah man <laughs> We that's, the, that's, the that, that's the same way that I do. That's the same way that I chastise my kids. Well, I, my kids are older now, but um, I take things away from them. I take. I rather take their what they love than to put my hands on them. And it that works, hurts more. Mm-hmm. It hurts so much more than actually putting your hands on them. Like you it know, does. There's no reason to whoop your kids no more. We got so much technology, so many iPads and. And game systems. Uh, all you have to do is take the computer away from them and take whatever they have. That ends their world, and they will get True. it right. Trust me. What it took I me a, a week, 
Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. What I don't do, what I don't appreciate is those children that mouth off and Man. talk back. Mm. And that's not of that's not of our yes. lineage because we don't yes. do that because we know mama backhand is fish. is fierce. <laughs> Mama's backhand is worse than daddy's belt at any time. Put yeah. your lips, watch your face. Just mm. now so, listen. But those, so those kids who I hate you and I wish Run. you were dying. Mm-mm. You know what? To this day, you know, even growing no. up, I I respect my mother so much, and like it's been dudes and even females that I couldn't even hang around no more because I see how you disrespect your mom. And it's like if you disrespect your mom, it's like you don't care about life. Like for real, like you're no matter what you and your mama or you and your parents go through, if you're still interacting with them, if you still live in their household, if if they're still a part of your life, and you just disrespectful to them, like. And it seems unwarranted, man. That like I couldn't, I couldn't rock with you I because can't I don't. Be around. Yeah, I can't it, be it don't feel right, man. Because you, you the people you hang around with, you either influence them or they influence you. And mm. I'm a firm believer in, I don't rock with how you do certain things, so I can't be around you. Yeah, because I don't. I just I would rather be who you need me to be from a distance not even mm. it's, it's like I real deal cut people off man like I can't like even females it's like oh you talk to your mama like that that's why it took so long time like you right. and Kayla's relationship I'm I'm glad it's it's a lot better now because yeah. for a long time man my sister my sister was I seen my Carrie. my mother and my sister you said Carrie? Carrie, yes. Carrie. She's, oh, okay. she's I thought evil. you were talking about like the movie Carrie. No, like, yes. I was like, oh, Lord. Yes. Was she like Carrie? Yes. <laughs> but that was due to my, it, it was due to a lot of reasons, but it was like they had a really bad relationship. And I've been fortunate enough to see my mother and my sister at the same age. Mm. And, and so mm-hmm. for a very long time, my sister didn't realize when I was saying, you look, you you just like your mama you just like your mama towards my niece the one I just seen pop up earlier and mm-hmm. if you continue this cycle you and your daughter will have the same relationship you and your mama had and it might mm. take y'all 30 years to fix it and right that shouldn't be you might not have 30 years you might not right. have 30 days right. so I try you know I try not to butt in um, but it's hard not to mm-hmm. butt in and say, Hey, you know, let's figure out a different way of saying this, mm-hmm. you know, um, cause I remember doing it. I, I totally remember doing it and she was fortunate enough to not have her daughter until she was 20. I had mm-hmm. James at 16. I had my first kid the same age. 21, I apologize. She just corrected me. <laughs> she was 21, 21 she had a baby. Okay. But the chain mm-hmm. was broken because James didn't have a child at 16 or 17. And his brother was married when he started having kids. And he was over 21. Mm. So the chain for our side of my mama is 16 years older than me. Her mama is 16 years older than her. Mm-hmm. I'm 16 years older than James, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so the cycle has been broken, but that anger or somewhere there's an anger. Um, and, it, and I blame it on her dad. That's just me. I ain't say nobody <laughs> else said it. But her dad was a piece of work. And so she's got some stuff that she's got to deal with. I 
chose to let it go. I can't control nobody. I can't make nobody do nothing. Okay. And when when you allow that to control your emotions, it does mm. kind of, you know, push off on other people that you do have mm. control over. So mm. but I didn't learn that till my children were adults. Hmm. My children were adults when I finally started letting stuff go. And I wish that I had learned that younger. I wish that I had listened to my mom when I was younger because I probably would have James and I's relationship would have been better a long time ago. Me and my mm. daughter, I mean, we she lives with me now and we have a good relationship now, but we still have those days where, you know, it's magnet against magnet. But, mm -hmm. you know, I just like with my mom, she's still mama regardless. Mm. And so regardless, I'm still mama. I love you and I want the best for you. I can mm -hmm. only give you my opinion, whether you take it or not. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. Mm. But I'm only trying to give you something good i'm not yeah. trying to give anything that's gonna bring harm to you or bring right. harm to you down the line mm -hmm. yeah. but, so it might it might sound like something that's gonna be it sound like oh you tripping mom you tripping you tripping but right later on it's kind of the same like what i was talking about earlier like from that appreciation because at the time i'm like tripping why are you why are you tripping so hard about this and now that i have children the mm -hmm. age that I was at that time. And I'm like, and my children are not tripping like I used to. I thank God that my kids aren't. <laughs> you couldn't handle it, bro. <laughs> You're probably killed your kids, man. <laughs> man, my kids ain't as bad as I was when I was their age. So I, but that goes to with the, the, the way that I was raised. And I kind of, like you said, I broke the chain of the way it was, because if that was the case, my son would have had a kid at 16, like I did. Um, you know, it, it would have been the same same thing, but I changed that because of the way that I was with the way that I was raised when I got older, I realized that and I feel like that's kinda how what you did, Mom. I, I feel like once you got older, you started that, that responsibility kind of changed your psyche a little bit different than it would have been if you would have just kept on that same path as, as you were when you were younger. Yeah, yeah I, she we, just passed well, it down. So she's trying to pass to it to my sister. Yeah, we did. We got we started mm -hmm. going to church, mm -hmm. and then I got very um, deep into serving and um, understanding God's love for me. Mm. And so eventually, the cursing like a sailor started going away because I used to call my kids bastards all the time and <laughs> one Sunday after church my daughter was like oh I'm so glad we go to church now because mama don't call us bastards no more oh man <laughs> and we all just in the car riding home just laughing because it was true it's it was true. true it's true but I was still I was still dealing with my own demons you know I was still a single mom I still um, didn't have a boyfriend. I didn't have any prospects of, of a boyfriend. I've ne had never been married. And, you know, all of the bills and the responsibilities and everything was still on me. So I was still trying to figure out how to work through my own demons mm. and try to get my children to like me. 
I always love oh, my mom. That's important. I wanted them to I wanted them to respect me and I I didn't care if they didn't love me because I was hard on them, but I wanted mm-hmm. them to like me. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna love you automatically because they're your children. But it's right. I didn't want it. I, yeah, I didn't want it to be yeah. hard for them to love me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I figured if I started out at, I want my kids to at least like me. Mm-hmm. Then um, that's the first. That step. would be a start. That would be a start. Yeah. But it was yeah. it was still a hard road because I didn't know what to do. I didn't. There's no book to kids. There's no book no. to being a mom. There's no book to and there's no book of James because ain't man. Listen, I I never no, hated no my mom. James. I never, no matter what happened, I might have not wanted to see her face or hear her voice. But for me, it was like I never hated my mom. I never, mm-hmm. I never wish she would die or wish it. I never wanted to run away. Because that was my yeah, that's my lady, man. Yeah, it's hard to do. So even though you know it took till shoot, I don't even think I ever had my home my own room. I always had to share. I always had to do this. I always had to do that. But looking at this lady like work for us, man, and, and make sure we straight. I can't say nothing more. But I love you. Okay, James. I love you so, more. So touching on that. So touching on that. What's the worst thing you've done as a kid? The um, I can name a couple. What's the worst thing? Um, I'm gonna chime in, 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 in too a little bit. I will tell you the worst thing I've done as a kid, but I will let you start it off. What's the worst thing you've done, bro? Okay, so uh, we can that we you can go, feel anyway. That I feel. That's what we finna go. I'm I'm gonna ask you uh-huh. some questions, then I'll answer your questions, so I can be a lot more specific. I ain't, I ain't answering nothing. No, I'm saying because <laughs> do you want me to tell you some stuff that she didn't know about, or something that she knew about that I did and got caught for it? Oh, okay, Lord. okay, you gonna ask mom questions? Okay. No, no, no. Do no. both. Do, do damn, something. Do both. T- tell something that you know I knew about. And tell something that you know I didn't know about. Dang, cause I done Ooh. snitched on myself a couple times already. Cause man, yeah, listen, no, you gonna have to snitch on yourself again. That's bro. fine. No, I don't know. I've told her so much hey, stuff. You are going to, you're gonna snitch on yourself today. Okay. On the Idiot Thursday podcast, because yes. we got Mom Dukes on here, so All you right. can't even she can't lie about me. it. She gonna catch you. She can't be me anyway. So I can name a couple of things. <laughs> Uh, that I know I done told on my cell phone and it's funny now but you know how your moms would be having like sodas and cookies and stuff you can't get I used to refill a Mountain Dews um, I used to steal a Black and Miles I ain't never really stole I don't remember stealing money I never. I don't think I I probably did but I don't remember um, I don't think I ever had money come up missing no I ain't never really stole no money it was like we ain't got no money anyway what am I stealing for what am I doing I, I come in the house with something like where you get money from <laughs> We already told you about the. F- nope. I, I already told you about the fires. She knows about the fires that I set. Like even the ones I admitted to. Like I set a garbage can on fire for the apartment complex that my auntie used to uh, manage. Um, garbage cans almost every apartment complex we've been in burnt down the backyard in Parker's Village. But um, what's the worst? I know I'm like, thinking, man. I'm thinking. Thing? So you name it all the bad I, stuff you done did because I know you done done a lot of bad stuff. No, I, like, okay. The, the worst? worst thing I'd have been caught, man, or told myself because I used to tell myself in my sleep. But <laughs> uh, the worst thing, man. Oh, okay. 
I don't know uh, if I remember. What, what you about to No, bro, bro know this. Like, I can't, like, she knows about all of the bad stuff that I did because, like I say, it wasn't for me, you know. Oh, okay. So, you remember that blue Honda that I had that I ended up buying when we stayed in Cedar Point? And I was, yes. okay. So, she had took the keys away from me, but I used to take the car or whatever. Um, but I think the worst thing that I can remember that I've done that I know I, that, that was stupid, bro. Um, I stole somebody's tag and put it on my car because I didn't have a tag and I used to go to school. Mm. And then when I come home, <laughs> I would. <laughs> um, I used to steal. I used to steal car radios. That's how I got. No. Yeah. Did your, uncle, did your uncle teach you how to do that? No, that I was taught a thing me how to Tampa for a while. Yeah, yeah I, that was a thing in Tampa. No, I taught me how to do it. But watching him install radios and it, it taught me how to take them apart and and do that. But the worst, the worst, worst, worst thing I think I probably remember doing was almost killing myself when I stuck the daggum um, <laughs> inside the socket. He was what three? Yeah, I remember that. And bro. he stuck something, a pin or a bobby pin or a, or a no, yeah, or a, a light socket. Yes, yeah. Or was it a was it a, a it was, was it was it? those when they the hairpin the bobby pin. Mm-hmm. Stuck it in the light socket. Yeah, stuck it in the light socket. Almost killed us. There's his sister. <laughs> hey, that's sign language. Forget you. I know what that means. <laughs> that's sign language for forget you. No, not actually forget you. That's cute. Ah. <laughs> so you remember the last episode where I was talking about man that's the one that's gonna you know she'll snap off on me on the um on the podcast and I will allow it. That's her. Bro. That's gonna be the, that's gonna be one of our guests coming up. She said she don't want to do it. I already asked her, but bro, she called me on the phone and made me listen to it. Oh, this, oh, what you said about me? And made me hit this one. Hold on, wait. I'm gonna play it. Listen, wait. I'm like, I'm thinking, like, what did I say? But I ain't gonna repeat it because it's already on file. Just run it back. Lady Intelligent Podcast. Lady <laughs> <laughs> Intelligent Podcast. Yeah. Baby. But um, um, you know, dang for listen. I love my sister to death. She used to follow and probably break helping her break her arm was probably the other worst thing I did. I told her not to follow me. She followed me anyway. Fell out a tree. She broke her arm. Oopsie. What's that? I can't. See. Oh, and her tattoo. My name is on her. Her arm is weird. On my right hand. Her, or, or, yeah, it's on her hand. Hey, you know, uh, can I? Uh, <laughs> so this is Idiot Intelligent Podcast, and my mama already know who I am. <laughs> but imagine this: imagine you got a girlfriend, and she start to touch up, and and she's looking down, there and she sees some other dude name, and like, who name is that? That's my brother. Uh, that's my brother. Like, man, if you get your hand off me, man. <laughs> good thing, bro. Is it? Good thing. Better or worse? Mom wasn't listening. You know what? I think I'm so sorry. No, no, the it's fine. <laughs> she gonna hear I it. I what, what he say? What he say? What he no, say? I missed it. You gotta run it back. I, I said something. My nasty. daughter. Uh, uh, my daughter. <laughs> him. Sorry. We what he talking, say? What he I was, say? Okay, I'll tell you before you tell the story. Sorry, uh, Space. I was saying how mm-hmm. she got her tattoo on my hand. I mean, my my name on her hand, and she go touch her boyfriend pirate parts, and then he looked down and see my name. Like, who is that? Oh. My brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. See? Oh, my God. Mama, she, Only James. See, she Only. know me. Only. That's why Only. I, when, I, when people try to come in my Facebook, like, bro, my auntie, my mama, and my grandma on my Facebook, they know me. Get out of my business. 
Anyway. But man, I think the worst thing that I've done as a kid, I know I had to piss my mom off. I don't think that's the worst thing I've done, but that's among one of the worst things I've done. Um, she had, it was a car. She had a car uh, uh, in the driveway where we lived at. We lived off Crenshaw over there in, um, right off of Nebraska and Crenshaw. Uh, in Seminole Heights, I think it's called. Oh, Seminole he Heights. lives on Crenshaw. So, I know exactly where it is. Down the street from okay, that 7 Eleven so, on 22nd and Sly. Right there by, right there by the, ah. um, the uh, what's the liquor store? What was that liquor store? Wait. Oh, man. Uh, but anyway, Alpine, anyway. Was it? Alpine. Oh, was. okay. Over Alpine there. Liquor store. There you go, mom. So we, we were living over there and she had the car in the driveway and there was a car behind it, right? So I moved the other car. I tried to move the other car out the way enough so I can sneak this car out because I wanted to go joyride. So I drive. I'm trying to get back out. There's a water heater on the outside of the house. So I'm driving. I had a Davina, <laughs> my road dog. She was the one trying to guide me out. So I'm trying to drive my way out, backing out. And I scrape against that water heater. Bad, too. I'm talking Ooh. bad. I mean, white marks, scratches all on the side of the car. All on the side of it. I couldn't need ain't no way to hide it. You can't put no no wax on it and nothing like that. Like it was mm. scratched. So me being the smart person that I am, I parked the car right back. Oh. Where is that? <laughs> you should have went ahead and took it car, out, bro. I parked the car right back where it was at and act like nothing happened. So my mom so so my mom comes out, she sees the car, she flipping out like what the hell happened? To- I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. I ain't. I don't be driving. I don't. I didn't know what happened to the car. So she had to get the car fixed. I mean, it cost a whole bunch of money. She had to do uh, insurance claim and all this other mess, man. I really, I messed that one up. And uh, the, oh, no, there's another instance where um, my mom had bought me some Barney sheets and curtains. Mm. I was like, I don't know. I can't remember how old I was. I was young, but I didn't want no Barney sheets and curtains. I felt like that was too baby. I, well, you give me Barney. Why you couldn't give me Power Rangers? Mom, fifteen. I want Byron's, not Barney. Barney. Why you couldn't give me Power? You could have been like six or seven. Yeah, give me Ninja Turtles or something like that. You know I like pizza. You could have gave me Ninja Turtles. Something. Something like that. So. I mean, I set the Barney curtains on fire. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I didn't really do it on purpose. Well, I kind of did it on purpose, but I, it wasn't really on purpose because I wasn't like sitting there with the lighter under the Barney curtains. It was just like I was messing with stuff and flicking on the Barney uh, curtains. Like, mess, I don't, uh, I don't uh, like you, Barney. <laughs> I don't like you, uh, Barney. Yeah. So eventually, yeah. the stuff that I was flicking on there ended up catching a flame and i mean the room was done like it was like it, 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 the, we were in an apartment so it didn't oh, like burn down oh apartment. wow and we were on the bottom floor bro Ooh. the bottom floor of the apartments so you know everybody up in the top was gonna get it if it happens if of it course. That. but um my grandma was living with us at that time and we uh she thought fast and she went and got the uh 
fire extinguisher. You know they have those in the apartment complex where you can you break the glass and get the fire extinguisher out or whatever. So she came in and they put the fire out. But I think that's probably one of the worst things I've done as a kid. Well, I mean, mm. we did we 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 I stole my mama car too, but I ain't break it. But um, <laughs> I, I, when I when I said I, I set the backyard on fire, bro, I'm talking about I set the backyard. The, the backyard whole was on backyard fire. Was it was on a fire. big backyard. Yeah. I'm talking like, oh no. <laughs> so what did you do? You just like No, I was uh, No, I was melting crayons so I can color my Power Rangers that I had. See, okay, so that's, kind of similar. Hmm? that's like similar to what I did. No, I, I okay, so where I was, I needed fire, so I it was dry, like little tall, you know, how they used to have like little areas to where it was tall grass with thick like branches, and you could just sit there and break it and then make your little fire. I was in the woods, it wasn't even the woods, it was like Two feet the off the ground, grass hadn't even been cut. It was just a bunch of stuff. I, I knew I could probably, I needed to be out there so I could have fire. I couldn't do it where, you know, the grass was because mama killed me because I done dug a hole. Um, I had, listen, bro, I had like, a, it wasn't a grill, but I had like something sitting up to where I remember I had like this little tin thing. And that's why I was dropping little pieces of crayons in so I can melt it. But I had the fire in the ground, bro, like a little, a little fire. And it all of a sudden just grew. Because it touched over there and over Dang there. And when he gets something in his head. <laughs> so, Mom. He has Mom. to. It has to be executed. I'm on the phone. So, Mom. That's my niece. I want to ask way. Mom. I want to ask Mom. Yes. I want to ask Mom. What's the worst thing you've done as a kid? Oh, yeah. What's up? <sighs> I, and so, I'm going to call your mama, too, the, after this and tell her. And see if she knows. Well, so... so You'll have to find out from her what before the age of 14 oh, or 15 that I did because I literally, I hated my childhood. So I promise you, I blocked most of it out. I only mm. remember the good stuff, the family mm. trips to the beach and stuff like that. Um, hanging out with grandma and stuff like that. So, but as a teenager, the worst thing that I did was having sex in my mama's house. Oh, I ain't never that's where he came from. That's okay. where he came from. Mm -hmm. Man, well, okay. I ain't never, I ain't never so did in your house, mom. Watching a young and the restless, thinking I was um <laughs> the young hot girl on the young and the restless. Oh, Bruh, so I ain't even did it in the so house, man. I'm glad, I'm glad we got this documented. So you're the worst thing that she's ever done, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? And I and she and she said she because she said uh when I when we were talking about it before we started recording before you hopped in, I was like so you know we gonna talk about this. Nah, but listen, bro, that's what she said because we before we started recording, I told her what we're gonna talk about, and she was like, I'm like, what's the worst oh, thing you did? Da, da, da. She was like, probably having you. I'm like, what you mean? You wouldn't be on the show today if you had me. <laughs> having sex at a young because like literally had I not wanted the cutest boy in the neighborhood and wanted to be Miss Popular or whatever mm. my mm. life would have been different James yeah. may not I did not want kids wait was I um, first yeah. one didn't, you have, didn't we have another I'm, I'm in the same boat though bro 
I can be. I, I mean, I was joking and like being jokey joke yeah. with that, but I would be in the same boat. I, I feel like I would be a, a multi millionaire right now if I didn't have a kid at sixteen. Mm. Like I'm doing pretty good but. right now, but I would have been even better if I didn't have a kid at sixteen. And that's just the honest God truth. But you know what? I honestly, you know, um. I'm a servant of the Lord now and I study my word and everything. And I honestly believe that things happen for a reason. Like I could have been, I watch documentaries. I watch the unsung stories about Mm. the singers and all that stuff. I could have been, I could have been, um, Oh, what's that poor child name that was strung out over um, David Ruffin? Oh, God, what was her name? But I mean, I know what but you mean. Like, you, you see what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. things could have gone that route. It could have been worse. I could have been mm-hmm. dead alone. I'm mm-hmm. grateful that I'm 52. I could have mm. been dead at 35 hey. in New York. Hey. I could have been dead at 35. I could have been dead at 23 in New York trying to live a different life. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for the fact that God had it in his control for me to be a mom. Cause it did mm-hmm. teach me some things. I wanted mm-hmm. a rich husband. I still want a rich husband, but <laughs> back then I wanted a rich husband for different reasons. Reasons. You uh-huh. see what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I could have gotten a rich husband who would have beat the crap out of me all the time. Right. right. You know, I, yes. The story could have either been a success or I could be dead. Hmm. And then, and then it, it wouldn't but, have been a documentary documentary on me because I might not have been important enough mm. enough to make for them to make a documentary exactly. And that's the same way I feel too because that all that responsibility just made me a better person. Having kids early, I mean, I probably wouldn't have had my. I mean, I had my own place as soon as I turned eighteen. I had my own place. Had my kids there. Had my lady there. I mean. I was okay. I don't feel like I probably would have did it like that because I mean, I wouldn't have had nothing to step up to be a man early about. It's the same situation with yourself. Like it made you step up early to be a woman because you had responsibilities and you took on those responsibilities and said, I'm going to do whatever I got to do mm-hmm. to make sure I provide and make sure I my kids have as much as they need and they might not have all they want but at least right. they have as much as they need to survive and they grow up to be uh sailors they grow up to be whatever else they're gonna be you know marines they go you know what i mean my son i had at 16 he ended up going into the marines he's still over there right now in in japan he's in okinawa japan so it, it, it's it's like it, it makes you step up to a level that you never knew was possible. So, and, and everything happens for a reason. I really do agree with you on that. Everything happens yeah. for a reason. And I appreciate the fact that I had James because I really had to keep my eyes open. <laughs> really? I mean, we woke up one morning, three o'clock in the morning. I don't even know why I woke up, but James had decided that he was going to color the walls. Mm. or draw on the walls or whatever yeah, it was it needed, but it needed, it needed an some, entire be, wall yeah needed some remodeling we lived in a castle we literally lived in a castle bro it was out in Seminole Heights I believe um, yeah and I remember that whooping boy 
and he had to clean the wall himself. I, I wasn't you? doing it. I didn't color it. She was, we was living at, with my at, mom and her boyfriend. And you was working at Popeyes, I believe. I was working at Popeyes. See, yeah. I was, I'm too I was young. working at Popeyes, and I was uh, uh, going to school for nursing. Oh, and I'm pretty sure there wasn't no like Mr. Clean Magic Markers back then. No, nope, there was elbow grease. Elbow grease. And All of James's elbow grease. Ew. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but you know, no matter what we've been through, um, I definitely appreciate you. Um, I love you. Um, I love you more. I would. I love you more. Um, I wouldn't be here without you. Um, I can't wait to see you again. I need a hug. I, need some I know it's. <laughs> I James gives the best hugs. Like I love the way my son hugs me. Like. You know what? I give a lot of people say I give good hugs, but my son gives great hugs. Because man, it's that Pisces. You, I'm, it's, it's called a transfer of energy. That mean you know, and I've heard that before, just from female. Like I just want to hug, give me a hug, and it's like if, when I hug you, I mean that hug. It's like oh, come on, yeah, feel my yeah. Aww. So Aww, I know, right? <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> I had. I'm glad that people don't think I'm his girlfriend anymore. Man, <laughs> all through high you school. Know, I, I, hey. Anybody, uh, if you're not looking at this on YouTube, if you're listening to it on on uh, uh, Anchor or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever you're listening to it, James Mom's hey, no disrespect, bro. No, you got James it. Mom is very beautiful, bro. She Thank is. You. She looks like she should. I'm sorry, you don't look whatever age you are, and I'm not going to ask you your 52, age. Fifty-two. Fifty-two. Yes. 52, she yes. told you 32 chicks to shame. And you I know what I'm mad? The only thing I got if from my mom. 32, she, uh, she putting you to shame right now when I tell you. Listen, the only Thank thing you. I got from her with these big old cheekbones, man. Look. Yeah, those are mine. <laughs> That's it. Dang. I ain't the cutest thing in the world without sex. I don't know what y'all talking about. But, uh, <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, we do appreciate you coming on and joining us for the show yes, today. Mom, we really um, appreciate you. Uh, yeah, this is fun. Yeah, man. I wish I kind of got the first one, but this one was a lot better. Uh, we were able to get a lot of stuff out um, within a shorter period of time. Uh, but definitely. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Before we go, yes. Uh-oh. advice for single moms, oh, yeah. single parents. Ooh. Um, Stay calm. Stay calm. Breathe. Mm. Mm. It's going to be okay. Mm. And if you're not, if you're not seeking God's um, advice first, try it. Mm. He's got an answer for everything. I promise he does. I, I did counseling with my pastor and one of the senior um, deacons in our church. The same church. And... Huh? Oh, Heritage Christian Community Baptist Church in Lutz, Florida, mm-hmm. where the Dr. Reverend Dolores James Kane is our pastor. She is amazing. Okay. And, um, but she's a counselor. They're, they're both counselors, like literal counselors. And they told me, because I cried, because I didn't know. My children were adults, but mm-hmm. I did not think that my kids liked me. Mm-hmm. as adults and I wanted my kids to like me at least like me and they mm-hmm. said you know maybe you should write them a letter maybe you should have a dinner you know invite them over and James actually posted a letter that I wrote to him 
or, or a prayer that I wrote for him mm-hmm. on Facebook. Um, so all of that stuff, um, there is no book to children. There's mm-hmm. no book to being a good parent. It's mm-hmm. trying to communicate with each other without the anger. Mm. Whatever the issue is, it cannot be greater than love. If you let the love come through first, the issue will work itself out a lot easier. And you won't spend years trying to mend something that the enemy, Satan, has been put on this earth to tear apart anyway. Mm. Mm. And there we go. His job is to tear the family apart. Mm-hmm. As you can see, fathers are not in the house. Fathers are torn away from their children for whatever reason, um, whatever circumstance or issue or decision that was made. The fathers are not in the home with the children. The fathers are not married to the, the mothers. These women are raising children on their own or the women are mm-hmm. running away and the dads are raising the kids on yes. their own. Yes. But love conquers all. Let the love and the communication come first put all that other stuff on the back burner yes oh thank you for that that is that that is a great analogy of everything everything together man i gotta tell y'all this has been the idiotelligent podcast we're available on apple podcast we're available on anchor Go there first. We're available on Spotify, and we're also available on YouTube. YouTube. So check us out. Go ahead and subscribe, like, watch, share. Is sh- share. We Comment, need to do all of that. All of that. Comment, all of that. This has been the Idiotelligent Podcast with your host, James A. Hey, and you're a host, Wildcard Space. And my <laughs> special guest, um, Lisa, aka my mama, aka Fan. AKA Miss Lisa, AKA. <laughs> All that, man, the love of my life. But once again, man, I appreciate y'all listening, uh, watching, wherever. Like, share, subscribe. And uh, happy Veterans Day. Happy Mother's Day every day to you. I'll see you sometime you. soon. But guess what? Hey, let's let's get it. A idiotelligent podcast. Hey, 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 hey. I can't sing, so I'm not. R.I.P. Wanda. Yes, yes. R.I.P. Ada. You to beat me too. <laughs> no matter what, I always had your back, though. Yes, what? Listen. Hey, man, once again, it's been Edo Intelligent Podcast. We definitely thank you for listening today. Hey. How it going, Come on. I love you. <laughs> <laughs>